Welcome to Power of My Testimony podcast. I am your host, Dawn Thompson. And today I am so excited, extremely excited to have with me my very first guest, Minister Joanne Smith. Yay! Yay! yay. <laughs> um, she is a woman of God, um, a minister at our church. Um, we attend Spirit and Truth Worship Center in Loganville, Georgia. She and her husband are both leaders there. She is, she has been a wife to her husband for the past 45 years. That is amazing. And she is a mother of four beautiful children and eight grandchildren. She has now been retired for two years. Um, she enjoys cooking, spending time with family, and sewing. And might I add, she ha- makes the best <laughs> cakes, <laughs> anything that you love that is sweet. She is an expert as well as my favorite from her, her peach cobbler. Um, <laughs> welcome, Minister Joanne. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me. Um, you are officially my first interview. Can you believe it? <laughs> can't believe it i'm number one at something yay 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 and i'm telling you i'm so um i do want to say this um you know thank you so much for being a motivation to me um and being willing being willing to share your testimony i know sometimes sharing our testimonies can be a little personal and um and also just simply take this time out um to be on here so i am excited i can't wait to hear what what the lord um is doing in your life i know that you probably have so many testimonies to share but i really really um you know we spoke the other day and i I told you i wanted you to share with us whatever the lord laid on your heart to share um because you know i just want you to feel comfortable and i want you to just be led because um you know with power of my testimony um as we as you're testifying i just believe that you know the power of your testimony is going to touch the lives of others and um like i said i'm excited to hear what you have to um to say and are you ready you ready to get started i'm ready i'm so ready (laughs) all right awesome awesome well okay now that we know a little bit about you um you know, tell me, tell me, um, what, what is it that the Lord gave you, um, to share with us on today? Well, number one, I want to say, Dawn, you got me nervous. (laughs) 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 I'm nervous because you, you say it's the power of your testimony. So, um, I just want my testimony to uplift somebody to know that, um, if he did it for her, God, I know you would do it for me. So what I really wanted to share today was, where is God? Even though I'm saved, Holy Ghost fear, five baptized, as the older people used to say, um, when you, in the midst of your, I would say your trials, your your day-to-day, um, where is God? Because sometimes it seems like he's nowhere close. And I know that's a trick of the enemy. And I've been saved for the past 42 years. <laughs> and I am like, wow, that's amazing. So sometimes in life, because we are saved, we just expect God to answer us right away. 
what was going on in your life um, when you were experiencing this? Um, at that time, I had been employed um, working for a non-for-profit organization and um, probably had been saved by 20 years, you know, didn't have a degree, but God had blessed me, you know, to be a director of a youth program. Everything was going well. God had, you know, nudged me. Okay, Joanne, it's time to move. And when things are going well, we it's like we don't make the adjustment real fast. Mm, it's like we have to wait to tragedy to say, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you, God. <laughs> right. You know, but it had been a two-year process and, you know, I had worked for the company for nine years and got a letter say, it's time to go. Wow. And so you were time, you were let go from the job. Yes. And at that time I was 50 and only two years into my bachelor's degree. So I'm like, really, God? Wow. You know, but all the time I had a two year, you know, time to get prepared. I just ignored the sign. Right. And what were some of the signs? I mean, when you said you were ignoring the signs, what were some of the did you see this coming or? Well, you know, when God says it's time to move on, you know, things start disrupting, things not going right. And I said this way, when you're a Christian and you hold on to your integrity and to your values, certain things, I don't give a hoot if it's, you know, the CEO, president or whoever you are, you try to hold on to your integrity when they try to tell you to change numbers, you know, write this. And when you know these things have not happened, so it start happening, you know, especially when you move up and it's like they got the upper hand because guess what, Joanne, you don't have a degree to be in this position in the first place. Mm. You know, wow. so, and then um, we also used to hire 500 kids to work for the summer. You know, I come from Miami, so you always had the summer youth programs. Right. Very and familiar. Responsible for 500 kids, you know. So that first year, a bunch of trouble. And when I got the first nudge, um, God said, it's time to go. I said, God, give me one more year. You know, I just started my college degree, you know, um, being a teen mother. So I never had the opportunity to go to college um, because I got married at the age of 17. You know, so I raised my kids. By the time I was 19, I had two kids and married. So um, around so this time. was like the fi- the opportunity that you had longed for. You know, you were in your career. Yes. Um, and yes. apparently favored um, to be able to yes. be in a position Definitely. that you <laughs> right, weren't qualified for necessarily on paper. But God had opened up that door. And I think yeah. sometimes, too, when God opens up a door for you and you're like you stated in a position where, you know, it only had to be only God and God. It's, it makes it even more challenging when you have to leave, when God is, you know, shifting you from that very thing yes. that he blessed you with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, so I can imagine, yeah. And at that time, you talk about no degree, making $46,000, where are you going to do that at, you know? Right. So I said, okay, no problem. Um, but God, just give me one more year. So the year came around, and I said, the nudge came again. Trouble in Paradise, you know, the summer program, when I said, <laughs> it really went haywire and lies were told and all this stuff. They demoted me. I did not quit. They demoted me. 
guess what? You took 3000 I still can't go nowhere making that kind of money with no degree. I'm in the middle of my degree and I'm 50 years old. Where am I going to go? Mm. So, anyway, I end up say, God, just give me one more year. And he said, no. Yeah. <laughs> and here's your walking paper, Joanne. You know, I had the opportunity to go on my own, but I had to wait to be kicked out the door. Yeah. And sometimes it's like that. You know, we know, you know, I'm sure, you know, from that experience in itself that, you know, sometimes when we're trying to hold on so badly yes. to that thing that, you know, we've gotten comfortable with. And as you stated, you know, this is too, you know, this was, this is God, you know, and now we're being kicked yeah. out, but yeah, that's God. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. But, you know, and then in the midst of that, I had my full 1k and all that stuff. But when the money ran out, mm. ooh, where is you God? Where are you God? So what kind of emotions ooh. can you tell our listeners like, you know, were you angry? You know, what were some of the emotions you were experiencing after you lost the job and the 401k ran out? What were you, what were you um, feeling? Oof, my God, my God. Um, The thing was, when you have money, you think you're happy. But when the money run out, where's happiness, you know, it's like your happiness is attached to the money. Mm. Um, my husband starts saying, okay, so when are you going to go back to work? Because when you base your income, you know, the things that you do on two incomes, it's a mm. difference. Then you say, okay, my husband, I know some, some may be blessed to have their husband pay all the bills, but I didn't have one of those. <laughs> right. That so, wasn't your situation. Um, and it was like, okay, so when are you going to go get a job? You don't think I'm trying? Now here comes the arguments. Mm. You know, so now, it caused the financial situation to put a strain. Started to yeah, put a strain on the marriage. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, and that's real. I mean, th that's <laughs> you know, that's the reality. You know, sometimes people um, don't feel comfortable with sharing that, and you yeah. could be in the most wonderful marriage. Yes. Is, yes. You know, when the money starts going it, it puts a toll because you're really feeling the weight of everything and not that money you know is the end all be all but you know money plays a huge part in our lives and yes it does um, yes it does yeah, yeah. you know so it, what was your attitude like what was you know your your husband's asking you when you're going to return back to work um you said now it started to cause a little bit of conflict at home what was your attitude like I mean um emotionally you were feeling the strain uh, I think um for me I don't even think I was trusting God you know I was leaning to my own understanding I'm gonna do this I'm gonna you know take care of this so it got to the point where um became unbearable of him nagging me and mm. you know what how about I just kill myself Oh, wow. Save, sanctified, believe in God. I say, just to settle this money thing. And I blurted out to him, I say, how much is my life insurance policy? Wow. And he probably had no, you know, not thinking, why is she asking me that question? But I'm sitting in the chair saying, maybe I'll just 
you know, run into a telegram pole because we don't have hills and valleys and mountains in Miami. And I was like, maybe I'll just run into the telegram pole, you know. And when I say as clear as day, I heard the Lord say, over money. Wow. Over money. You know, and it wasn't a day that we did not go without food to eat. And at that time, we were renting, and our rent was like $1,600 a month. And we had two car payments. And I only got, <clears throat> I don't know how. I really don't know how I got through that moment, that time. I really don't. But... Isn't that something, though? I'm I'm listening to you. And you're right, you know, you're, you're talking about the financial strain that it put on your family. But like you just said, God was yet providing. Yes, he was. But I didn't see that. I didn't mm-hmm. see his hand in it. You know, it was after I came out that I say, God, you really, you really did this, you know. So was that the moment? that moment where things shifted when you heard the Lord's voice, when you thought about, you know, giving up on life and you thought about ending your life and you heard that voice said over money, mm-hmm. would you say that was the moment where things shifted in your, in your mind? Most definite, most definite, most definite, because some people say it is this, why are you going to choose a permanent situation over something that's just temporary? Absolutely. You know, so I figure like, hey, get the life insurance policy money. Maybe you will be happy. You know, that's the way Joanne felt. So um, when I heard his voice and loud and soft at the same time, <laughs> I came to myself. Wow. And say, Joanne, if he brought you this far, and I, it, this is where you lean on your testimony. When you think back over your life and where he has brought you from, this is nothing. God, if you did it for me, because um, Dawn, I have been in places in my marriage. And I think at that time, I probably was married 25, close to 30 years at that time. You know, and God had brought us out some hard places of no food in the refrigerator, you know, mortgage behind. We had lost one house. And God, if you did that for us, I knew you can help me get up from here because it's just money. So that is so awesome. So God spoke to you in that moment and immediately you began to to remember all that God had did before, as you stated previously in the marriage and the other hard times that he had brought you out of yes, that were even probably, as you stated, worse um, than the current situation you were facing. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, okay. So God speaks to you and you hear this voice and you're, you're now um, building your faith back up. Uh, What were some of the things that you did to, to begin to just shift the mind shifted in that moment, but what were the actions that followed? It's called number one. And I don't want to sound so religious, 
but is definitely get back in his present because we so focus on a situation. We're not focusing on our relationship with him. Right. You know? So I don't want to sound so religious or cliche ish, you know, only because I knew what his word says. Mm. Never leave me nor forsake me. He's my provider. Guess what? Um, I started getting on the computer, you know, I don't think it was one day. It wasn't even one day when I applied for a job online. The next day I was called and hired on the spot. Wow. <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> That's because I'm not focusing on the situation, but I got to right. keep my eyes focused on him. You know, I lo- so so you're telling me that from the moment you heard the Lord's voice, mm-hmm. was it like a week that you began applying or was it the next day? Like what happened? The in next the- day. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what really just needed to happen was your mind. God had to change your mindset so that you can receive what he had all probably had already waiting for you. Oh, yes. Yes. And what you say? Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. You know, you say, let it, you yes, know, allow it, let it. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, poor me. Oh, poor me. Oh, you know, and I was going to make a worse situation by, you know, oh, so Joanne, you just care about you, right? So you can mm-hmm. your grandchildren, your children, your husband, your sisters, your brothers. This is not just about me. And that's where I find myself always thinking of others. I have to think of others then and the effect it have on others. Right. Yeah. Because absolutely, you know, when, you know, we hear people ending their lives over situations, temporary situations, you know, things, you know, situations change and, you know, people end their lives and it affects everyone everyone that was connected to that individual in whatever way and you know I'm so glad that that God spoke to you in that moment and and isn't that so awesome that you know I believe that probably some people don't even believe that God's voice is real yes but it is it It is is. yes it it is is. as you stated it was soft but it was loud it was loud enough for you to know that this is God And thank God for the foundation that you had, Um, you know, even though you were in a low moment, you know, the word came back to your remembrance and you began to quote those words and and recite those words within yourself. Um, And that's so awesome. I mean, wow. Just one day. (laughs) One day. Talk about a quick move. That was a quick move. One day. Wow. Because we all got the the job. And so was this job making more money? No, it wasn't. Oh, it was making, oof, Lord Jesus, it was making way less, but mm-hmm. I was grateful mm. because the same thing I used to tell the youth that some money is better than no money. I don't want to make no job making this amount. And I'm like, but how much are you making now? So I had to tell Joanne. So you're going to wait. Number one, Joanne ain't finished, you know, with her schooling. So I can apply for a job that the job I have calls for a bachelor's degree. You barely got two year degree. So who's going to hire you? Mm. So I sucked it up and um, just started all over. 
And I thank God for the start all over because my um, motto for Joanne is, even though I fall, there's two ways to fall. You can fall forward or you can fall backward. Mm. If I, when I fail, I fail forward. I didn't fall backward. It may Mm -hmm. look like a backward situation, but it pushed me. And that's when I started baking. Really? Okay. I start. I was not a baker before then. Wow. So not only did God, you know, kind of get you started back again, but now you're you're finding out gifts and talents that, ma'am, you didn't even know were there. Didn't even know. Wow. Because one thing about it, I always took a challenge. Somebody might like, can you make a carrot cake? I never said no. I just went home and researched. Well. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> now I knew how to make the peach cobbler. Because, all those other things. But I've had your carrot cake. So that carrot cake was the truth. That's like my favorite cake. So I am telling you, thank God for that moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh wow. What that's awesome. Whole another skill. I even took oof four different courses in how to decorate cakes. Yes, I did. Wow sure did so you were just it's like almost I'm listening and I'm like it seemed as if once your mind had shifted mm-hmm. once God spoke and mm-hmm. you shifted your mind it just this was like a um when I think about like when you're getting ready to to go like into you know like shoot off you mm-hmm. know it was a bouncing board and you were able to just shoot just soar yes you know from yes all of it and and you know now here comes a new job and yes. here comes the gifts that yeah. you didn't even know you had and now the motivation to learn more and mm-hmm. so wh- what was your attitude in this po- moment because we talked about your attitude before you know leading up to that moment of that low place but what was your attitude now what do you, I mean I'm sure you felt motivated but what else was going on within you like you know was it consistent where did you have some other low moments or were you just kind of on a high I I I wasn't, I've never gone that low again. (laughs) I never sunk that low again. Not to say that there were moments like, and um, that was in 2007. Here we are in 2020. That was in 2007. And when I look back over my life and see where I come from, God, I thank you for every trial, every tribulation, because it, what'd you say? It's almost like the slingshot. Yes, you know, (laughs) that slingshot that I found out so many things. And I think um, Pastor Kirk preached about it on Sunday. We have gifts and talent we don't even know about. Yeah, you know, but it looked like trouble will bring it out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Trouble going to bring out some kind of adventure. (laughs) Wow. So now, you know, you're you're you know, you're on the road and you're on track. And as you said, it was, it just kind of slung you into your, your destiny and your purpose. Um, Was everybody on that journey with you? Did, did everyone um, see what was going on and how was, how were things between you and your husband during that time? You know, I never told nobody I'm done. I testify about it now because I need others to know that you can go so low and still have God in your life. You know, it's everybody don't have somebody to talk it out. Everybody don't have somebody to talk to. 
But I just thank God I always had a friend that I can call and bounce stuff off of because when it looked like you're the motivator, you know, I'm the oldest girl out of six. Even though I had four brothers older than me, it's like the brothers look to me, you know, but um, I don't know whether it was my upbringing, but I always think of others before myself, Dawn. I don't know what it is. It may be my, and my mom, but I always think of the effect of others. Right. What effect is it going to be? So I never found myself that low again. Never again. Wow. Never again. You know. So, but um awesome. So now what's what's happening now? Um, you know, now we fast forward, as you stated, into 2020. You never went that low again. Thank you, God. And um I I suspect that from that moment things just continue to progress forward. Yes. And and not saying that it was easy. you know right but the struggle was okay joanne now you're making twelve dollars an hour some people still wasn't making twelve dollars an hour you know and um not and yet alone the perks and the benefits that came with being a director you know Mm -hmm. now you're talking about twelve dollars an hour oh my god what am i gonna do with this you know so um i just kept Taking classes, I look until it took me five years to get my degree, but that was because I didn't find a job that I really liked. So I kept right. working until, you know, from 12 to 15, from 15 to 17, I worked my way back, you know, because God is never going to leave us, you know, um, take some, allow the devil to take from us. Not when we continue to serve him and not reward us back, Absolutely. not give me back, you know. Yeah. I mean, it kept going because, like I said, it created a whole you know, gifts and talents, like you say, that was down. Not only cakes, I went into decorating, you know. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do that. And you do such a phenomenal <laughs> job. I'm so glad you said that because I almost forgot. Um, just the creativity that I've seen you put together. I mean, you're you're such a, when I look at you, you know, you are so multi-talented. And, and to hear you tell me that you did not know about these giftings mm-hmm. until, you know, well into your your adulthood is, is phenomenal. And, and that's a testimony even in itself. Yes. As you stated, God would begin to show us things and talents within us that we didn't even know existed. Even but know. it took that moment. It mm-hmm. took that moment, that mm-hmm. low place for you to kind of be in that place for you to be kind of, you know, recognize and come out of that and then begin to open up your eyes to see all of these wonderful things. I loved your attitude in the midst of um, getting a new job that wasn't paying you what you were making before. You know, that's a humble place. Yes, it is. But even the (laughs) fact that you still had an attitude of gratitude, Yes. you know, in the midst of that, I'm I'm sure, you know, because the Bible tells us to give thanks in all things. You know, this is the will of Christ Jesus concerning us. So, you know, that that took a lot. I'm sure it took a lot, you know, to go from what you were making to that place and then still having an attitude. I mean, 
your attitude shifts throughout all of this, you know, is what really sticks out to me because some, some people, they think it's me going back or me, you know, oh, you know, me going backwards, but mm-hmm. you didn't fall back. Mm-hmm. You stated you mm-hmm. fell forward. Yes. And from that moment, you kept moving forward and further into your destiny. And I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so, you know, that's, that's encouraging. Thank you. That's encouraging. So now you're retired. No more working days for you. <laughs> Bless me, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, wow, to hear this testimony of work. And now you are retired. Um, your family, you know, what is your life like now? You know, if you don't mind ask, you know, sharing financially, are you in a comfortable place? What you, what you, what's going on now? Um God, I thank you. <laughs> a house that is paid in full. Wow. Built from <laughs> the ground up. Oh my goodness. Cars paid off. <laughs> you know, can do whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, if I want to sew, if I want to bake, that's my choice. Wow. So, um, but my husband used to say it this way, God will not let faithfulness go unrewarded. Oh, because even though I may have thought about committing suicide, I never thought about going back on God. Because if I struggle with him, what in God's name am I going to do without him? Yes. Yes. So. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, I that's just powerful. I mean, just to go from where you were and and to where you are now and to see just how God you know is just so faithful you know faithful he's so faithful and as you stated so beautifully the fact that God as your husband stated you know that God does not you know he's a rewarder yes he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him and oh my goodness, that's that's a powerful testimony. And I didn't even know like what you just shared at the end. And and I've been to your home, beautiful <laughs> home. And you know, what a blessing. You know how many people work for so long yes. in positions, high positions, yes. and still are unable to pay off their home. Yes. And you know, to have that testimony and to have the beautiful home that you have in your family. And, and a, a space where you can entertain and bake and do what you want to do. Yes. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I know. oh my goodness. I, I thank you so on. much. <laughs> Yeah, I thank you um, for being, you know, my very first um, interview and what a beautiful testimony. And I hope that you will come back again and share, you know, some some others. What what would you want to leave with the listeners? Um, What would you want to say? um, You know, the purpose of this testimony is to um, empower others, Um, because, again, as we stated, um, you know, we the Bible tells us actually in Revelation 12 and 11 that we overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So there is power in our testimonies. And as you shared your testimony, what do you want to leave with our listeners that will empower them 
um, from your testimony. That God, if you did it for her, regardless of how low I go or what I'm going through, if you blessed her or delivered her, I know you can do this for me because that has, I always listen to people testimony because we don't know who around us is going through what. Mm-hmm. So share your testimony because you never know who you're going to touch, regardless of how small we look for big testimonies when God is in the small testimonies. So Absolutely. But if it's just one word that guess what, if I fail, I fail forward. Mm. Well, again, thank you so much. And um, thank you for sharing. Um, thank you for all of the nuggets that you you gave within that testimony. And absolutely, you know, for those that are listening, you know, hearing um, Minister Joanne's testimony about how, you know, sometimes as believers, yes. we can find ourselves in a place of low where we are yes. questioning yes. our God. Yes. And even though we have the word in us and even though we know mm. God is able, you know, our perspective on life can shift when we begin to focus in on our problems. And God is so faithful um, and, and God speaks to us. And he will be loud enough to he- that we can hear, but yes. still have that still small, soft voice. And um, and he just doesn't leave us in that place. I love that about God. He doesn't leave us in a place of low. And the fact that you were able to come out of that situation and be slung like a slingshot yes. Yes. <laughs> into where you are now, you yes. know, a home, beautiful home that is paid off, you know, time, you know, no longer working, having the time to spend with your grandchildren, yes. your children, and doing these new um, things that, you know, that God has blessed you to be able to do, cooking, decorating, yes. um, sewing, I mean, having the time to do those things that, that God had placed in you from the very beginning is just powerful. I want to thank you so much. Um, I hope that this testimony um, from Minister Joanne has encouraged you, you know, whatever it is that you're facing. I'm going to ask you, Minister Joanne, if you can just pray for those that are believers that may find themselves, especially during this time, um, this year of 2020 has been so difficult, but find themselves in this place of lowness where they are not you know, not encouraged, not, not feeling, you know, low, feeling, doubting God, um, questioning God. If you can say a prayer um, for our listeners that are in that moment right now, I would greatly appreciate and touch and agree with you. Yes. Father, we just thank you on today because you are God above you. There is no other. Father, we just thank you that even though these may be trying times for some, God, we just thank you because you are still there. It may not look like it, God, but you're still Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are Alpha and Omega, our beginning and our end. You know our end, you know, from our beginning, oh God. So just give us a peace that surpasses all understanding, oh God, that when we don't see it, God, we just know that you're there. When it don't look like your hand is upon our lives, oh God, help us to see you, not lean to our own understanding, but know that you have already worked it out. Touch yeah. the bill collectors, oh God. Touch our bank accounts, oh God. Touch our mind, most of all, yes. that to realize that you are still God and you still 
reign on the throne. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, uh, Minister Joanne, for for sharing. Um, Thank you for all of the listeners. Um, Again, this is Power of My Testimony podcast. Um, She is my very first interview, and what a blessing. And I can't wait to um, hear, you know, share and have others come on and share their testimonies. And Minister Joanne, I'm going to hold you to it. I hope that you Amen. will come back I will. I will. <laughs> and share more about what has what God has done in your life. God bless you. Bless your family. Thank you so much. And um, hopefully I'll see you soon. Amen. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.